Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Nasir News in Iran about COVID-19, the U.S. healthcare economy, and the future of work. great to be with you. My name is Dr. Jonathan Westover, and I'm pleased to have the opportunity to share some thoughts and insights with Nasir News in Iran. Uh, I'm a professor of organizational leadership and department chair in the Woodbury School of Business at Utah Valley University. I'm also managing partner and principal at Human Capital Innovations, uh, a management consulting firm, and I'm a non-resident policy fellow Uh, working on these sorts of issues in the global south. Uh, I wanted to take just a few minutes uh, to share uh, regarding some of the challenges that we're facing um, as societies uh, in terms of our economy uh, and shifting technologies and the nature of work in response to COVID-19, this global pandemic crisis. It's not new news to anybody uh, how vastly dramatic the impact of COVID-19 has been on all walks of life. Uh, As we've seen national economies shut down, as we've seen what work can continue move to a virtual environment largely, uh, as we've seen in many places hospitals overwhelmed with uh, COVID-19 patients, it's been a tremendous impact on all of our lives. My family uh, here in Utah, uh, we've been sheltering in place for uh, close to seven weeks now. Uh, Fortunately, my wife and I are able to work from home uh, virtually, uh, and my kids are able to do school from home virtually, uh, but we know that we're very fortunate and many others aren't as fortunate. Uh, And so the economic costs are very... So why are we doing all of this? Uh, The the main reason is to try to flatten the curve uh, because... uh, hospitals don't have the number of ventilators that they need because there's not the the adequate staff and capacity uh, to meet the demand uh, for uh, COVID-19 patients if the exponential curve were to have continued. Uh, That's why we've been sheltering in place, uh, but that certainly had a dramatic impact on the economies across the world and certainly has within the United States, and it certainly has within Iran. Uh, Now, Iran has had a particular challenge with COVID-19, and it's had uh, wide-sweeping health impacts. And so you know better than I uh, how dramatic that can be and how um, scary that can be. The the good thing is that we're starting to see uh, that the flattening of the curve uh, has been working uh, for uh, hospitals for healthcare workers, 
we're starting to see um, proactive, uh, uh, gentle steps back into opening economies uh, here in the United States and in other uh, places in, in Europe and throughout the global south. Um, but the question remains, uh, how long will this last? Uh, how long will the economic impacts last? What are the broader socioeconomic and geopolitical um, results of this global pandemic? These are all really important questions. And frankly, we don't have all of the answers. Um, we, we don't have a crystal ball and we don't know what's gonna happen. But I do, um, do suspect several things will happen. One, this isn't going away anytime soon. So just because uh, we have effectively flattened the curve in many parts of the world, um, once economies start to open back up, there will be a resurgence of hotspots at times. Uh, there, will, uh, there will be, this is gonna be something we're gonna have to manage um, for a long time to come, perhaps the next year or so until a vaccine uh, is tested and, and implemented across the population. Uh, and so we can expect to continue to have challenges with, within the healthcare system, and we can expect to continue to have challenges with, with our uh, economic conditions uh, and the nature of work. Um, in many ways, this is hard, uh, and it, it definitely takes a toll both in terms of physical health, uh, but also mental health. And isolation is not good. Uh, or healthy for people who thrive on interpersonal connections, when we can't work with people that we normally work with, when our kids can't see their friends, when we can't interact with our neighbors. Uh, these are all really hard things, and that is going to continue. Uh, there's no easy way around that. Uh, and so what we need to do now is be taking precautions so that we can be take a healthy approach and a proactive approach to dealing with uh, COVID-19 on an ongoing basis. That means organizations need to be thinking very carefully about their virtual workforce and how can they, and their business models related to technology and virtual work. Uh, how can they continue to um, provide their product and service in a world where we don't have as much face-to-face -face interaction for the foreseeable future? Uh, that's a really important question. Uh, what can they do to protect the safety, uh, the health and emotional uh, and psychological safety of employees? That's a really important question for organizations to be asking. Um, in terms of governments and societies, what uh, public policies need, need to be in place to simultaneously protect the health of, uh, of our citizenry, but also uh, to mitigate the negative economic outcomes of shutting down economies and uh, vast unemployment or underemployment uh, during this time. Uh, we all know that there are, are tremendous uh, negative health impacts related to economic recessions and depressions, for example. So we don't want to um, have other problems created uh, in terms of health impacts because of uh, overly draconian measures against COVID-19. But as I say that, I'm not, I want to be clear that I'm not advocating that we don't take um, COVID-19 seriously and that we absolutely need to be very um, careful in how we approach uh, public policy, uh, organizational policies and practices, uh, and we definitely need to take 
and heed the advice of healthcare uh, workers, of, uh, of the scientists working so hard on all of this. And we needed to believe them. We need to trust them. Uh, we, need to, uh, we need to take their recommendations and follow them, not just for our personal safety, not just so we can be healthy, but so that we can keep the most vulnerable among us healthy as well. Um, so I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk for a few minutes uh, with you here at Nasir News. Uh, again, uh, it's been a pleasure uh, talking with you and I would love the opportunity to have any follow-up discussion. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.